Welcome to the Show Up and Surrender podcast, where we invite you to show up for yourself and surrender to whatever you find there. Join us for honest and open conversations about how we practice showing up and surrendering in our daily lives. Marcella is an applied psychologist with a passion for being the imperfect example of how to live wholeheartedly. She helps others reconnect to their own emotions and thoughts to become a more whole and connected person, you know, instead of just a walking, talking head. Biddy is a yoga teacher who is fascinated by the mind-body connection and conscious movement. When you bring these things together, you create the yummiest blend. And she uses all this to help people find what it is they need to feel the best they can. We started Show Up and Surrender because when we work together, we create things that inspire us. By sharing our conversations, we hope that they will inspire you too. Marcella, how often have I said to you, but after I finish this project, things will calm down? I don't know how many times. (laughs) (laughs) So I think by now I know that that is a very hopeful statement. It's never a true statement. (laughs) Um, And I know that a lot of people around us actually say this. I hear it more and more probably because I recognize it more Mm -hmm. and more now that I'm conscious about it. But can you talk to me about how you see that? Do you still tell yourself that? Do you have an idea on why it might not work that way? Mm. Well, for me, yes, I've seen this pitfall a thousand times. (laughs) I've done something about it a thousand times more. And still I find myself there. So... A couple of weeks ago, I was doing this awesome project, the Circle of Resilience, where you were Mm -hmm. part of, um, which is a project that flows, so it doesn't cost as much energy as other projects, and still it takes up time, which I cannot spend on other things. Um, So that was one of the projects where I felt, yeah, but after... When that's finished, I will have more time. And I don't. I still have lots of things to do and um, things on my to-do list that I will do someday. You you know these these tasks. Um, so yes, I do have them still. And uh, I, as you said, I hear a lot of people around me having the same problem. And sometimes not even with time and projects, but also with happiness. So mm. after, you know, when I have bought this new house, I will feel better. Or when I've finished my studies or when I've uh, got a, when I have a new job, I will feel better. After summer, I will be more relaxed. And we find ourselves time and time again not ending up with what we hoped we will have if it's more time or more rest or more happiness. Because the thing is, we need to make it into a priority to get it. Yes. If we crave rest, we should take rest and not procrastinate it until someday we will have more time to take rest or whatever you crave yeah. or need. It's it's right away what popped in my mind was after COVID, yeah. <laughs> which is something that I find myself thinking quite often. Like when things get back to some sort of normal, I will have more energy. <laughs> and it's such a hopeful thing. And I know it's probably very much not true. But then that's something interesting, right? Because 
rest, you can create. Can we also create energy? Mm. Can we think after this period, I won't be as tired? Because mm. that's what that's I'm, really I'm noticing question. right now, right? Yeah. Because I'm tired and I think every single person I talk to is exhausted. Yeah. And that's not strange because it's been one heck of a year. So I keep like comforting myself. Like, it's okay. It's not weird that you feel this way. The world is crazy. After this period, you will probably have a little bit more energy. And I'm not sure if that's true. Mm. I hope it's true. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because I, I never thought about that until you just said you can't wait. Waiting for it, it's not just going to happen. You yeah. have to create that. But then. Yeah. But how? How? Yeah, yeah. Because I think you have make a really good remark there that um, part of it is surrendering. Wow! Again, <laughs> why did we choose this title? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, part of it is surrendering to that it's not what you hope it will be. We want to have energy, yeah. but if you don't have it right now, yeah, there's. Of course, you can do things to create more energy, take some rest, or do things that you fill your cup with, your you you get energized by or inspired by. And part of it is, yeah, surrendering into. Damn, but right now it's not there, and yeah. it's not weird that it's not there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe that's not an answer, but. Do you think it's also like we talked about this before? Like our body and brain's self-protective mechanism that you, that this little voice somewhere inside your head says, but it'll get better Yeah. because you have to have hope. Yeah. It sounds like a big word, like when it's just a time management issue and you're working yeah. with project, yeah. hope sounds like a big <laughs> word, but I guess the, the, uh, the emotion is in essence, the same, that you have to keep telling yourself that, you know, just get through this, it'll be okay. Mm. Because if you don't tell yourself that, you might give up or crumble or freeze in a moment where you need to be moving. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yes, I think so. I, I was thinking about it a few minutes ago that it's also saying this to ourselves helps us to get through Mm-hmm. Or kind of like, yeah, as you put it, have hope that it will get better. And therefore, we know, I think that's what lockdown did to us. You know, with the first time we thought, yeah, but it will be over and then blah, blah, blah. So that helped us to know there will be a point in time when all is better. Mm-hmm. So we only have to deal with it until it's better. So that yes. kind of puts, puts, yeah, kind of a flag of I need to go there and then it will be better. Um, but I want to answer with a question to you. So what what happens to you when you tell this to yourself? When I say it will get better? Yeah. Uh, right now, I don't believe myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think experience has taught me that this isn't always the case. Mm. So for me right now, it's more a reality check. Like, okay, it might, but not unless I actually do something yeah. as well because we had this big project last year right we did the coming home retreat and as I am moving all the videos now to a new platform I'm seeing the amount of work that we did and we underestimated it I think that's 
part of the whole after this project I'll have mm-hmm. more time that comes from there as well because usually you step into new things not fully realizing the amount of work it'll bring with it yeah it's something that you usually just find out once you're doing it and you can eyeball it but yeah so this was a lot bigger than we thought it would be and Yumi and Lena the three of us kept this thing well we set it up and we made it happen and we were exhausted after and I remember while we were in the last few weeks I kept thinking okay I'm super tired but it's going to be worth it which it was I just need to push through and after that I'll have more energy but of course because it was so much work and we put so much energy into it the first few weeks after the project were not better they were bad because I was exhausted. (laughs) I was so tired and also full of emotions because it was an amazing weekend. So I think we miscalculate a lot. So Mm. I try now when I tell myself it will get better, I try to actually think that afterthought, like, okay, it could be, but how do I make that happen? Yeah. Mm, That's a really good, good addition yeah. to that thought. I'm not saying it's helping because it's not <laughs> helping just yet. I haven't found the right answers yeah. yet. But yeah. yeah. And to answer my own question, like how do you get more energy? Obviously I need to make more time for rest. Mm. And I think in this period where we're in lockdown, it's hard because I'm already not working yeah. as much as I usually do because I'm not allowed to. So I should be relaxed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Th- I think that's that's a huge part about it that we think... Or when I look at my own agenda, yeah, there is time. It's not I. It's not that I put my agenda as full as I used to, mm-hmm. so I should have energy. But <laughs> for me, and I think for me, it has to do with being enthusiastic about things and wanting to do all of the things and putting my heart and my soul into all of these things because I all love them and yeah. it's really. A, a luxury, luxurious position to be in because I only do stuff that I love mm-hmm. and that I, okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's not totally true, you know, there, of course there's small things that I don't always like to do um, but the, the bigger part of it, I really love to do and I also gain energy from it, so my mind tricks me into thinking, yeah, also maybe should have more energy because my agenda is not as full as it used to and I love these things, so they also energize me in one way and I don't know if this helps but (laughs) one trick that I keep coming back to in these thoughts and thinking oh why don't I have more energy after this um is some um yeah it's it's from Lou Niestelt she's a Dutch awesome woman who who teaches other people about her own experiences and she has this thing called input Output and no put. No put. No put. Ooh. We know the input and the output, but we forget the no put. So input is things that inspire us, mm-hmm. that you like to do, or that you gain some sort of energy from. Output is things that you use your energy to create something. For me, they are usually combined. So yeah. I do things where I use my energy, but I also gain energy. So mm-hmm. that might be... Um, not physical energy that I gain from it, but like inspiration. So yeah. my emotional energy gets better or my mental energy gets better, but my physical energy is needed to make that. 
And I forget that I also need no put. And no put is things like sitting on your couch, listening to music, doing nothing else, or taking a walk with your dog, or meditating, or but the hard part about no put is that it's never the same. Because when you're physically exhausted, it might be you need restorative yoga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's one things I like to go to, because then my body can fully rest. But if I have sit, I've talked all day to people, and I've only, I sat at my computer and had Zoom uh, coachings, then my physical energy is a lot, but my emotional energy is low. So there's, you need different types of activities as no put according to which kind of energy is low. Yes. So it's always a little bit different, but that, that is one trick that helps me and that I need to make into a priority instead of thinking it will get better after I've yeah. done it. That reminds me of um, one of the lists I saw in one of your journals during your journal workshop is, I think you have a list of things that you can do Yeah. in, in cases like that, right? Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because usually at the moment where you need notebook, I love that, um, you're probably too low on energy to think of something to do. Yeah. So it might be nice to have a list on your phone in a journal, or I know a friend of mine has it on her door in her bathroom, I think. So in the morning when she's brushing her teeth, she looks at all these things that she can do that will help her in certain situations. And then you can just pick one of them. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's nice to really... have different time frames at the circle of resilience talking about it we also talked about good good better best so there's things you can do in 10 minutes mm -hmm. there's things you can do in half a day and there's things you can do in like a whole day or even longer so a, a, taking a day off to the spa which we cannot do but <laughs> it will come in case <laughs> you know what we're talking about maybe one day we will get back to that uh, you don't always have time for a whole spa day, but maybe you have time for five minutes of doing a foot massage for yourself. Yes. Only five minutes. Um, so to have things on your list with different amounts of time or different amounts of costs or... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that idea. Yes. That makes it even easier to find something that will fit. Yeah. And then there's the trick that we also talked about in the curve of not filling up your week, your time. time. Yeah. And it's interesting because Yost, my husband, he he's so busy and he's got these tasks that he wants to do them, but he just can't get to them. And I was talking to him about, you know, filling up only 50%. He says, even if I only fill up 50%, I still don't feel like I have enough time. Yeah. So that only, to me proved how important it is to actually book time with yourself to do either the small tasks or book time where you look at your list of no put and yeah. whether you feel like you're needed or not maybe just do something even if it's just five minutes yeah to give yourself the time to process and to maybe energize the part of you that's low yeah yeah so it is a really good question why do we think we will end up with more rest and time and energy after we're done. 
and how can we prioritize it so that we might already gain something you think it's also just an afterthought i know we were rounding off but do you think it's also a little bit pushing the responsibility away because mm. if you link it to the project that you're doing or the situation that you're in hey you know you cannot do anything i can't do about anything it. about it yeah. it's it, you know it's not me yeah. it's the situation yeah and when you actually know that you actually have an active part in it you have to change something in a pattern that maybe you've built up for years so that's yeah. really hard but actually owning up to that part of responsibility that it's yours yeah. might actually also mm. yeah that's a make good it one. better yeah because it's a personal conditioning but also a societal thought that we all have that output is better then, well, input might be okay, but no put, we don't value it as much as we do our output. And we all think that. So that might be at the core of why we keep pushing ourselves and keep... And I really want to say that it's also fine that we push ourselves mm -hmm. sometimes. And knowing, as you said, being aware of that you do this already helps in... Yeah, trying to figure out how you can make small changes, which link to Ooh, another yes. episode. Yeah, so I think it's also okay to know that we this is what we do. This is the pattern that we're in. And noticing it is the first step to, again, try to make time for yourself, your notebook, whatever you need to <laughs> get through the project or, you know have a little bit more energy while you do what you love. Yes. Thank you for listening to Show Up and Surrender, hosted by Marcella and Vidi. We hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure to follow us wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. If you really like us and want to give us some love, write us a review. At showupandsurrender.com, you can find information about us and also any links that we may have promised you in this episode. To stay in touch with us, please follow us on Instagram or send an email to hello at showupandsurrender.com. We'll be back with another episode soon.